0: Welcome to Rema for today radio. See both Jesus, James and Peter tells us to do something about the devil. Well, there's three references. Now what about the fourth one? All right, what did Paul say? You have your Bible there, turn to Ephesians 427 and let's see what Paul said. We'll find out what Paul said. Ephesians 427. Neither give place to the devil. Now what does that mean? That means don't give the devil any place in you. Now what does that mean? That means the devil can't take any place in you unless you let him. That means it's up to you then whether the devil has any place in your life or not. It's not up to me. It's not up to your pastor. It's up to you.
1: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan today we continue the classic series, The Believer's Authority by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message.
0: Now here Jesus said something to me in this vision that's very apropos to us. He said that, Peter did not write this letter to the church Here's what Jesus said to me. And say, now word has just come to me that God is using our beloved brother Paul in a real unusual way. In the claws and handkerchiefs that he laid hands on or carried under the sick, the diseases depart from them, and the evil spirits go out of them. So if you want to get rid of evil spirits, I suggest you write to Paul. That's what Jesus said to me. I came as a real shocker to me, way back there in 1952. No, he didn't say get anybody to do it. The Spirit of God through the Peter said, you do something about the devil. Why? Because you've got authority. You couldn't do it if you didn't have the authority. But you have the authority to do it. You have the authority to do it. Every believer has the same authority that Paul had in Christ Jesus. Amen. Folks are always... Asking me why they don't get healed. They're asking me, you know, why this happens and that happens and the other happens. If you listen carefully now, you'll know why it happened. Because you you let it happen. You didn't exercise your authority. Now, when we're when we're baby Christians, we can carry one another for a while on our faith and prayers. Just like in the natural, somebody's got to carry a baby and clothe it and feed it. But the time comes that God intended, see, because he said desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. God intended that you should outgrow that babyhood stage and he won't let anybody carry you after a while. And you'll have to be on your own. So that's why that we teach people praise God to to what belongs to them and we must teach people what belongs to them. Can you say amen? amen? We must teach them what belongs to them. Let's look at it again real carefully here for a moment. Your adversary, yes, we do have an adversary, we do have an opponent, we do have an enemy, the devil, as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour, whom resist, steadfast in the faith, or steadfast in your Faith, you can do something about it. See, both Jesus, James, and Peter, tells us to do something about the devil. Well, there's three references. Now, what about the fourth one? All right, what did Paul say? You have your Bible there. Turn to Ephesians four twenty-seven, and let's see what Paul said. We'll find out what Paul said. Ephesians 4.27 Neither give place to the devil. Now what does that mean? That means don't give the devil any place in you. Now what does that mean? That means the devil can't take any place in you unless you let him. That means it's up to you then whether the devil has any place in your life or not. It's not up to me. It's not up to your pastor. It's up to you. Neither give place to the devil. Don't you give the devil any place in you. If you give place to the devil, then there's nothing Jesus can do because you have the authority and you've given the devil permission. Are you listening? I know this is a little deeper than what a lot of folks have gone, but listen, it's the Word of God you'll understand why things have happened and why nothing's been done about it because you haven't done anything about it. Unless you do something, Jesus still can't do anything about it. You see, Jesus said to me in that vision, he said, You see, I've done all I'm going to do about the devil. Heaven's not going to do anything else about the devil till the time comes that the angel's going to come down from heaven, bind him, put him in the pit for a while, you know. Already Jesus has arisen victorious over him. Hallelujah. Now it's up to us to exercise that authority that he's given to us. Let's believe that. Let's feed on it till it becomes a part of our inner core. Don't just go out and try to do it without feeding on it. Study it until you know it on the inside of you, in your spirit, just like you know two plus two is four in your head, and then you've got it made. Now, notice here in this verse, this will help you. Colossians 1.13 then takes on new meaning to us. Colossians 1.13 takes on new meaning to us. Who hath delivered us? Here Paul, through the Spirit of God, is writing to the church at Colossae, talking about our salvation, our deliverance. Who hath delivered us? The Amplified says The Father. See, it's God the Father that planned this plan of redemption, sent the Lord Jesus Christ to consummate it. Colossians 1, 13, who hath delivered us, what did he deliver us from? From the power of darkness. Again, many translations will read who has delivered us from the authority of darkness. And this Greek word translated power here is the same one that is translated authority elsewhere in the New Testament. And that is a correct rendering. He hath delivered us not going to, he had delivered us from the authority of darkness. Now darkness is Satan and Satan's kingdom. You know that, don't you? But blessed be God, I'm delivered from the authority of darkness. Amplified translation says the Father has taken us out from under the control and the dominion of darkness. Oh, thank God, I like that. That's exactly what he's saying here. And has translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son. We're not in Satan's family anymore. We're not in Satan's kingdom anymore. Satan is not our Lord. Satan is not our head. Jesus is the head of the church. Jesus is my Lord. Jesus is my head. I am not under the control of Satan. Satan cannot control me anymore. Satan cannot dominate me anymore. Because it plainly said that the Father has delivered us from the power or authority of darkness. Or as the Amplified said, the Father, how did he do it? In his plan of redemption that he sent Jesus to consummate, has taken us out from under the dominion and the control of darkness. That's the devil and all his kingdom. And it's translated us. Translate means to take out of one, put into the other. Translate us into the kingdom of his dear son. Praise God, or the son of his love, one translation said. Well, now then, can't you see, as you look at that verse, that nothing else is going to be done about the devil? Jesus already done it. He's taken us out under his control so he can't control us. Hallelujah. He can't dominate us. See Romans 6 14. For sin shall not have dominion over you sin cannot dominate you. Why? Because you're not under the law, you're under grace. Well, sin and Satan are synonymous terms. Then you could read that verse in Romans 6.14 like this, for Satan shall not have dominion over you. Sinnerary translation said, sin shall not lord it over you. Satan cannot lord it over us. Satan cannot have dominion over us. Now, why can't he? Because we're not under the law, we're under grace. Hallelujah to Jesus. The devil can't dominate us. Is the devil the head of the church? No, Jesus is. Let's let Jesus dominate us. Then let's pick up the authority uh, that the head has and begin to exercise it in the body. Hallelujah to Jesus. Praise God. And so you can readily see then that he's done. Exactly what he's going to do. Heaven isn't going to do one thing about the devil. Heaven's already done something about the devil. Are you listening now? Now when you can see that and get that revelation in your spirit, I'll tell you, bless God, life will be new and joyous for you. But if you don't know that, well then you go on letting the devil dominate. You really unconsciously give place to the devil. Well, we don't want to do that. So let's wake up. Let's change our praying if we have to. We have the authority to do this. We're sitting at the right hand of the Father, far above all principality and power and dominion and might, he said. If we're above these principalities and powers, then we have authority over them. Now notice back to Ephesians 1.22. Notice what he goes on to say. And hath put all things... Under his feet and has put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. Now I want to ask you a question. How many of you people, your feet is in your head? No, the feet's not in the head, the feet's in the body. When he put all things under his feet, then all things are under our feet. The body of Christ. He's the head, we're the body. The feet are members of the body. Feet aren't members of the head. They're members of the body. Jesus is the head. Now notice, went on Ephesians 1.23 to say, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. You see how wonderful it is to know that the least members of the body of the Lord, those who are the very soles of the feet, or maybe the little toe, or else the little toenail, on the little toe of the left or the right foot, blessed be God, that member of the body of Christ has just as much authority as any other member of the body of Christ, and that member is far above all Mighty sources that we have been considering.
1: This month, we're offering a study guide package. There are nine books in this great offer. Some of the titles include God's Word on Divine Healing, Walking by Faith, Steps to Answered Prayer, and many more. This package normally retails for eighty-one fifty-five, but this package is being offered at a discounted price of fifty-seven ten. That's a thirty percent savings We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of RAMA for today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen.
0: You know, on rhema.org, you can find anything right. that you want You can You, about can, watch, us. you can watch Rhema Praise programs. Uh, you, we can, you can watch conference videos that, That's uh, right. of, of former conferences. You can read our Word of Faith magazine. That's right. Or you can... You, you can, can join us for live services. Yeah, or you can That's download... Right. And also we have we we have a, a channel on Roku mm-hmm. and you can subscribe to our channel and watch our Sunday morning services and all the events. That's right. And as well as a lot of other programming that's on there and you know there's just all kinds of things that you go to rama.org and you can find out all you that's need right. to
1: know about us. Make plans to join us next week at this same time and station for more of the series, The Believer's Authority, by Kenneth E. Hagan. That's next week, here on Rama for Today, with Ken and Lynette Hagan.